0: We've spoken at vast lengths around the benefits of job sharing and and how brilliant it is, but yet so many people seem to not know people who job share or, you know, they don't really understand how it works in practice.
1: You're listening to the mother of all
0: solutions, stories
1: from mums as they navigate their return to work with me,
0: Laura Broderick.
1: Welcome to the Mother of All Solutions podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of talking about job sharing, which is a topic close to my heart and something I've mentioned briefly before in previous episodes. But today is gonna be a chance to really focus on what job sharing is all about and what it means to us collectively as people looking for flexible working, but also to me individually, because I'm going to share some of my experiences and thoughts on what it was like for me when I job shared. So, to structure this episode and to have some really good guests on, I am going to be working with the Jobshare pair and to deliver this exciting episode for you today. Um, Hannah and Rachel, who make up the Jobshare pair, are sharing the roles on this episode today in true job share spirit. So the way the episode is going to work is I'm going to have a conversation initially with Rachel, and I'm going to talk to her about what job sharing is all about, the fundamentals, what it means in reality, and what it means for Her and Hannah in their role delivering the job share pair. And then after that conversation, we'll do a nice smooth transition to Hannah, the other half of the job share pair, talking to me about my experiences of job sharing. So that's the kind of structure of it. I hope it will work with this kind of split conversation and I hope it gives you some really good insights into a kind of really exciting way of working. So Without further ado, let me introduce to you Rachel from the JobShare Pair.
2: Hi, I'm Rachel Maguire, one half of the JobShare Pair. I am mum to two boisterous boys. I am super passionate about all things flexible working and female advancement in the workplace. My JobShare journey really started... um, well, I met Hannah, we'll start there. I met Hannah at work um, about 12 years ago. Um, Hannah and I knew each other as colleagues in the HR department. We got on really well. Um, and there was an opportunity in Hannah's team for me to work with her. Um, so she was my boss for a period. I learned absolutely loads from her. We had a brilliant working dynamic in chemistry. And um, yeah, and then because of her fabulous teachings and whatever, I ended up being promoted myself um, to her peer level and was a standalone role. Um, so there came a point when we were at a social and both of us were pretending to drink and we both said we're secretly in the really early stages of pregnancy. and um, oh, okay. And we actually joked with each other at that event that wouldn't it be brilliant if we could job share? because we knew that we worked in a really fast paced high volume corporate role okay um that you know is all encompassing all the hours takes it all out of you and we definitely knew that we wanted to continue working but that we did want to build some kind of balance around that um so we actually on our maternity leaves um we met up a few times socially anyway but we met at once on a kind of more serious basis to pitch a job share to our organization. And okay. thankfully, um, we were both, you know, high performers. We've been there a long time and we were actually offered either role. So they said, yeah, you know, you can do it. You can either take on yeah. Rachel's old role or Hannah's old role. We took on Hannah's because it was that bit bigger and we thought it would give us a bit more challenge and meat. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's where our job share started in 20, gosh, um, end of 2018. You coming back from your maternity
1: leave at that point when you and Hannah started job sharing together, was actually around about the time I was launching Mother of All Solutions as a podcast, and I was going back to work after my second child, so my youngest is pretty much the same age as your eldest. Oh,
2: gosh, lovely.
1: Maybe we need job sharing play dates, right? Exactly. Oh, my
2: goodness. Exactly. Any opportunity to to tandem parent, I'm all for. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So you two... Sorry, I jumped ahead there. No. So you
1: we're talking about how you and Hannah started that job share process yeah and I've alluded to your growing family situation and work situation so keep telling us your your story and where you've been and what you're yeah. up yeah so there's
2: a bit of an interesting kind of segue because um I then went off on maternity leave so Hannah and I job shared for about a year and I went mm. off on my second maternity leave and um You know, you get to a point where when one job sharer goes or something happens, there's a bit of a question mark over, well, what what happens to Mm -hmm. the other one? But thankfully, because our job share worked so well. our business supported the recruitment of another job share partner to support hannah so there was a maternity cover for me and i think the really interesting point about that is that um hannah and i yes we had worked together we were friends we had a great dynamic we had complementary skills and some very similar skills And um, the other lady who came in to cover my maternity leave had completely different skills. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know Hannah, didn't know me, um, but the job share worked equally well. And I think it's an important point to really make because people can often be put off by the chemistry between Hannah and I. And it's lovely Mm. in a way to be able to appear today alone. Because we do, we're a bit kind of, the Anton deck of job sharing is what some people call us and we finish each other's like your Geordie references. Was that for me? (laughs) I should have said it is for you. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it can be quite off putting when people see our chemistry Mm. and they say, Oh, well, you know, it works well enough for you because you were friends first. And actually that relationship with my maternity cover just demonstrated really well how that's not necessary but with the right kind of values, work ethic, um, with your goals aligned in the same way, job sharing can work equally well, whether you yeah, know yeah. somebody ahead of time or not.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's not job sharing for friendship, it is job sharing for work. And the friendship's are a benefit and an extra layer of, you know, value to it. But as you say, you know, you can still have a fantastic working relationship and not be that dynamic duo that of course we love the fact that you and Hannah are but it doesn't have to be that way for for every job share does it no and you know
2: there is an another element to it which is that when you job share sadly you often only have one crossover day so you don't have yeah, much yeah. time together
1: yes that's true
2: so it doesn't really matter in the same way that you're not best friends
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You,
2: you do have a lot of time on your own
1: Mm. so skipping ahead then so you are now not well you are job sharing together but you're job sharing in a different context now aren't you tell us a little bit about the job share pair and what that is
2: yeah so the the history of the job share pair is we set it up um around the time that we went back to work because we knew we were going to job share we didn't know much about it we didn't know anyone else who job shared how it should work any best practice any examples so we set up an in our Instagram account called the Job Share Pair, um, to really just build a bit of a community around job sharing, and and most importantly, raise awareness about it as a brilliant way of working to inspire other people to do it. And um, mm. so after my our second maternity leaves, Hannah also then went on mat leave herself. So we had our two children. It was you know, really in the crux of the pandemic and mm. we were getting more and more questions and queries and comments around how can I make this work for me, how can I do a flexible working request, how do I build a business case and we thought, well, yeah, yeah. it's become more than a hobby for us, we really want to help other people and I think generally if you're yeah, from an HR yeah. background, you you are of a nature where you want to help people progress and move yeah. forward. So we thought, right, we're gonna leave the business or the business that we met in, the yeah, corporate world, yeah. and set up our own our own our own business, our own consultancy to coach and help job share partners at every stage of their relationship, either to set them up for success from day one or to refresh their partnership. So we've worked with yeah. a number of people um yeah, either new to job sharing or even job sharers who've worked together 10, 12, 15 years. Um, Mm. to just reset their boundaries and how to make and how how to help them make make them the most efficient they can be so that's what we're up
1: to now yeah and also I'm sure as you say for new people looking for advice or companies looking for an HR perspective which you can book. Both bring so you know that you can kind of cover the personal, the professional, and but I also like the fact that then you said people looking for a refresh because of course it's different types of working now. It's not just the job share model. It would be hybrid working potentially, or a shift in you know just how people do the job share. So I think it's really interesting what you can offer. Um, so you've mentioned the Instagram account. Um, so is that at the job share pair for people who want to look it up? Yes, that's it. Okay, excellent. And do you want to say a little bit more? I'm sure some people listening to this are already interested in job sharing, either doing it themselves or looking into it. But for those who are maybe new to the concept, do you want to just outline really with the basics of job sharing and potentially
2: some models within that? Because there is variety within it. Yes, sure. So job sharing in itself is really just Um, two or more people undertaking the needs of a full-time role so if you think of any full-time role you can picture particularly in an office environment um, it in our view and you know research demonstrates that it can be job shared it just means that you have a handover point two handover points in the week and what that enables is not only uh, more opportunity particularly for women which is what we're really passionate about um Mm. to return to work after maternity leave you know we all know of incredibly talented amazing you know experienced qualified women who Mm. haven't been able to return to work because their jobs have been 40 hour full-time or not at all so the fact that so many women are deemed to be unemployable or even Mm. worse overqualified when they do try and apply for roles that are within the hours that they need just is of a huge frustration um Mm. so there are a number of different models from pure job share job splits and they all kind of work through whether you share every element of the role or perhaps whether your job is split between you know Hannah does projects Rachel does strategy you know that kind of thing or you know what we're seeing increasingly more is co-leadership models where businesses some businesses are waking up to the fact that actually whose job can really be done in five days a week and and at the most senior levels by having um two job sharers maybe operate three days a week each that's a six day working week as opposed to a seven and you get more out of them and you know, your re- the research yeah, shows yeah. that job sharers are actually 30% more productive than a full-time person because you don't have the the midweek lull or mm. um the Friday taking your foot off the gas because, you know, it's tiring. You should really, yeah, yeah. in theory, um, with a job share, have an energetic person who is firing on all cylinders for the three days per week that they are there. Um, yeah, yeah and then allowing for a few rest days, which depending on your home life, (laughs) (laughs) maybe rest days or not. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's super interesting.
1: And I know, as you said, you know, you're particularly passionate about, um, your, your process, helping women get back into work or maintain a level of work that they want and deserve and but also it can work for for lots of other situations and I know when Hannah speaks to me I'll explain the scenario that I found myself in but you know like even even now I think like I have not worked in a full-time role a pure full-time role since early 2018 since just before I went on maternity leave with my second child mm. um. so for about three years I haven't worked full-time and I'm not to say that I wouldn't do that again um. but I think fair enough it's a relatively privileged position that I can look for roles that aren't full-time but I also think it's um now now that I have got more involved in other networks other opportunities there's definitely something around the caregiving that means reduced hours and flexibility is useful. But there's also about, you know, lots of people are looking at careers that are multi-layered or... <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm making taking a long time to make this point, but I suppose the job-sharing aspect and how we've got to connect on social media is through the kind of mothering and parenting perspective. But I think there's obviously lots of situations where job-sharing can work across situations. It doesn't just need to be... Um, for people returning to work from maternity, um, and no. have you noted any of that? I know it's not necessarily your focus for the job mm. but have you seen trends for other people looking for that? Or
2: yeah, certainly, and I'm and I'm pleased you've raised the point um, yourself that yes, we do have a lean to um, the I guess the motherhood penalty um, mm. around trying to create more opportunities for women post-mat leave, but. We are kind of, our mission is really to make job sharing accessible for everybody. And until that includes, you know, any gender, any disability, any circumstance outside of work, because until we really, we really work on and master the fact that everybody should have equal opportunities to different types of work. And it's not that women are at home and men are out earning the bacon um yeah, yeah we yeah. need to provide the opportunity for everybody in order to reduce the gender pay gap in order to provide more equality and yeah. so um yes we certainly do have a lean to on the motherhood side but inclusivity on every level is is equally so important to us definitely mm.
1: yeah no, yeah, yeah and I'm thinking within your Instagram feed you kind of pull out findings and thoughts and quotes and so it's really good for people to kind of get a sense of the the model as a whole looking at what you and and Hannah are now doing together. Um so just a few thoughts from you on some of the what well, you've said about some of the benefits in terms of how it worked for you around your families as you were kind of building your careers and building your families at the same time as Hannah but any other benefits it's brought to you personally anything else that kind of stands out as something that um has kind of helped or you've enjoyed even if it's yeah even if it's just something you've enjoyed about job sharing
2: yeah I think it's a difficult one because there is so much to be said about the balance so for me being able to work three days a week um has afforded me a a balance that I really love that I've got four days with my two boys and three days pursuing something that is a real passion of mine and and having worked so hard for so long for then that to be to have gone overnight i would find really difficult and that's not in any way to pass judgement on those who are stay at home mums and happily happily so in a sense that they want to be there every day for their children because i i salute those people yeah 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 and, so hand on heart i really could not do it i think i would crack up and <laughs> having those three days for myself to um yeah to pursue something that's for me and to feel that i am achieving something is frankly so important for my mental health yeah, anything else yeah um yeah. So that's something really key. Another thing Mm. that I think is really important around job sharing as opposed to part-time working, you know, we look at opportunities for particularly women again um, to work post-mat leave. And, you know, people may argue that part-time is the way forward. But with part-time working, you have the stress of catching up from the days that you've missed you've got probably a bit of pressure to be checking in on those days that you're not being paid for um Mm. you are spending the first day back to work clearing through the inbox from friday or similar (laughs) and job sharing just means all of that goes away you're passing a baton and you're picking up from where somebody else has left off and it's that's so efficient and meaningful for not only the individuals who are working that way but for the business to you know be able to operate most efficiently so those things have certainly been my my key takeaways and I would very much struggle now to work full-time um knowing how effectively job sharing can impact myself under business
1: no that I mean that's great Rachel I think you've given such a kind of a good overview of what job sharing is and how it's worked for you and Hannah and the benefits of it so that's fantastic so thank you Rachel obviously we're not out of this pandemic so we're still in a bit of flux with lives and careers and but looking forward what do you want to see happen for either the job share pair or just job sharing in general what what are your thoughts and plans looking ahead
2: yeah, I started writing a blog around something to do with, like, post-pandemic working, and I thought, I can't even call it post-pandemic anymore, it's just no. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would I hope? Certainly, I would hope that, I have really high hopes post post this um, living situation, that businesses become more open-minded and place more value on treating individuals like grown adults who know how to operate at their most efficient and most effective. So, you know, I read something recently about whether you're an early bird or a night owl and pigeonhole. Yeah, I know. I know. You would have to think wouldn't you have a
1: lunchtime lovey.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but that but that's exactly the point that some people will have their power hour over lunch. And it might mean that in effect, you should be starting your working day at midday because that's when you're at your most effective, and that's when you're going to smash your goals. But mm. by enforcing people to work within this restrictive nine to five is is just not not how the working world should operate as as it stands. I don't think um, we should be much more allow people much more autonomy to work in a way that makes them work the best and do the best that they can do so I would hope Mm. that there is more freedom in the future I would hope that a lot of people know kind of what job sharing is you might mention job sharing and they'll say oh yeah you know I get it it's kind of does what it says on the tin but we are really hoping that we're just opening up the conversation to allow for more job sharers to be considered so if you're an employer then perhaps question your own potentially subconscious biases around what why would you not want a job sharer and and how Mm. could you challenge that and as Mm. an employee question yourself around what would make you work most effectively for yourself for your role and for the business and ask the question I would try not to be afraid of asking there's so many questions that we get around um oh I don't want to ask because it makes me look less committed but ask the question this is the time is now I would say
1: (laughs) yeah you've got to find out And without kind of sense checking at all you can't you know plan ahead can you so um no really good advice really good advice well thank you so much Rachel and as I say this is going to be a, a split episode so we're going to hear from Hannah next she's going to be asking me about my experience of job sharing so thank you so much Rachel and once again the Instagram's at the job share pair
2: I can't wait Perfect. to tune in I'll pass the baton over to Hannah now Laura oh
1: brilliant <laughs> seamless you so job much. sharing exactly <laughs> take care bye Rachel bye.
0: Hi, I'm Hannah hall one half of the job share pair alongside Rachel Maguire. We've spoken at vast lengths around the benefits of job sharing and, and how brilliant it is. But yet so many people seem to not know people who job share or, you know, they don't really understand how it works in practice. Laura, when we first met, we spoke about the huge benefits of job sharing, not only to um, individuals, but also to employers and the wider organisation. And I know that you've job shared yourself um, in the past, so I'd be really, really keen to understand your experience of job sharing. What differentiated job sharing to other ways of working for you? What do you feel that you gained from job sharing?
1: So thanks for that, Hannah. Um, really appreciate having the chance to talk about job sharings. I think job sharing was such a unique and special time for me in my work life um, that I really um, cherished it. I mean, I, the way it worked with me is I'd asked to go back from maternity leave on a part-time basis. I had been working five days when I first took the job and there was sort of no flex with that until I'd hit the time period when you're allowed to officially ask for flexible working and i then got it down to four and a half days a week so I'd always had a Friday afternoon where I could always pick my daughter up from school that Friday afternoon but then on having my second child I just really sort of felt like I would struggle with um, just the balance of both children going to childminders after school for four nights um, I just felt like it wouldn't work for me and my family so in the end i asked to go back as a return to work on a 4 day week or ideally a 3 day week option um and that wasn't at the time appropriate for delivering the role so a job share was suggested actually through the management at my workplace and it wasn't something i'd actively considered before or even known that much about and then The more we looked into it, the more it seemed like a good option. One thing that we weren't able to do was to have a full three days each as a job share. We were, um, well, it was advertised that it would be a job share based on two and a half days each so that the equivalent was very much just a full time five day sort of salary equivalent. So that was one thing that, you know, wasn't as ideal as I know some job shares do have three days each if it's a traditional half you half split. Um, but anyhow, it was advertised externally to the organization as a job share, and I ended up working with the lovely Roz Fraser, um, who was also working in other freelance roles and doing other work alongside the job share that she came to do with me. Um, she wasn't a parent, um, which in my naivety sort of surprised me a bit. I just kind of made assumptions that it would be someone like me um, wanting to do it. But um, yeah, she she wasn't. She had her own reasons for wanting a job share and it worked really well. I mean, we had to learn about each other and the role and what worked and what didn't work and we we'll splitting, you know, relationships. So a lot of what we were doing, it was a program management uh, job split was managing relationships with institutions and then individuals so we were like should we split it you know you take 30 here and 10 of those and I take 30 and 10 of those and actually it was agreed that that wasn't the best way to split it and we would have to have full ownership of the full package um together as a a genuine sort of job sharing process so in the end we had a handover not for very long on a Wednesday morning it was often a bit rushed and um, I do think that Roz probably got the 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 poor end of the bargain there where sometimes she had to stay on a bit later. Um, but we also did email handovers, sometimes left each other voice notes. Um, and I have to say, I just found it really lovely to have that time with the kids still, but also to have kept that job and to have developed a new relationship and a new way of working through it. I think there was strengths that Roz brought and she challenged me in a good way about how things had been done and what could be done. She had much better written skills and empathy through her writing than I had previously used. You know, I was often quite, you know, efficient with, I'll get to the point on this message, but actually the way she explained things. And then as our job share entered a new phase when the pandemic hit, those skills that she had really came on board and I was very very grateful to have her experience and us working together on that and unfortunately then with the pandemic situations changed not just in terms of the program we were managing but within our organization and the the work that was there so unfortunately the job share didn't last for longer than the year but it was a fantastic year and Rosa since collaborated with me on this podcast. She um, composed the music that we now use and I do speak very highly of job sharing in general now. So I appreciate um, having the opportunity to talk about it in the context of the job share pair and the conversation with Rachel and your question, uh, Hannah. So thank you very much. You've been listening to the Mother of All Solutions podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Please do rate, share and subscribe if you have and tune in for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.